I have been thinking uh, a lot about uh, <clears throat> one of the intricacies, I guess you could say, of um, of God's creation in the human body, and that would be the gift of eyesight that He has uh, given to uh, to us. The eye is an incredible. Uh, part of our human body, and um, and yet uh, many of us are are well acquainted with different uh, issues that we have with our our eyes from time to time. Whether that would be nearsightedness, farsightedness, <clears throat> needing bifocals, um, developing cataracts, or glaucoma, or macular degeneration, or any number of things like that. Um, today, I want us to to just think about that and the incredible opportunity that we have with our physical eyes to focus on things. And today I wanna to talk and just have us think for a few moments about praying for spiritual focus, praying for spiritual focus. Um, as we become older, normally our eyesight deteriorates. Normally, our vision wanes, but I hope that is not true uh, in a spiritual sense, that the older that we grow in Christ, actually, our spiritual vision should become more focused and should increase. I'm always struck by the fact that many of the things that we sometimes focus in our prayers are not the focus of the prayers in the Bible. And I was reminded helpful. I, I was reminded um, recently in a helpful way that there are three major categories of prayer. There are circumstantial prayers. Those are prayers related to our health, our work, our family, our friends, our situations in life. Then there might be called uh, transformational prayers, prayers about us being more transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. And then thirdly, of course, there are kingdom prayers, such as the ones that begin the petitions of the Lord's Prayer. And circumstantial prayers are certainly part of the Bible prayer, uh, of biblical praying, but uh, they are not the majority uh, of the requests presented in Scripture. <clears throat> For example, when Paul was writing uh, the letter to the Ephesian and Philippian and Colossian church, uh, even though he was in prison, he didn't ask for them to pray that he might be released necessarily, but he asked for boldness and for God's work, even in those circumstances. We could consider the life of Nehemiah when he received the terrible news about the walls being uh, torn down, about the gates being burned in Jerusalem, about no protection for God's people. But his first initial response was to sit down and to weep and to mourn and to fast and to pray. But he doesn't just pray, Lord, be with the people in Jerusalem there, but he prays, oh, Lord, we bow before you. We confess our sin. We uh, <clears throat> confess our, our errors, and we need your divine assistance. I'd like us to turn today to Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, and look at one of the, the big prayers of the Apostle Paul and just focus on one area that he prays for in our short time here today. 
Ephesians chapter one, after giving a panoramic view, overview of salvation in Christ and God's role in that, um, he then turns to praying for the people of God. And here is how he prays. Verse 15 of Ephesians 1. Wherefore, wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, here's his first request, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know, number two, what is the hope of his calling, Number three, prayer requests, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And fourthly, what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. My challenge for us today is to pray for spiritual focus in our prayers. Certainly, spiritual focus begins at our new birth. As John Newton said, once I was blind, but now I see. And yet it continues throughout our spiritual life. And I would like us to pray today for increased spiritual focus, increased burden for revival. Notice Paul begins this section with the word wherefore pointing back to verses 1 through uh, 13, really, or 14. What does he want us to focus on? He wants us to focus on the fact that we were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. To focus that in love, God predestined us for adoption to himself. To focus upon the great redemption that we have through Jesus's blood and the forgiveness of our trans, of our trespasses. Um, For the vision, for the vision to see that one day he will unite all things in Christ, things in heaven and on earth. And to focus on the great inheritance that we have in Christ, as well as the promised Holy Spirit who indwells us. He wants us to realize that we are part of the family of God, and he wants us to pray that that family, I believe, would increase. When Paul teaches us to pray, may the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, the eyes of our heart. He's talking about our inmost being. And my friends, it is very, very easy for me uh, to uh, 
to get focused in my prayers on the wrong things or on the, the peripheral things as well. So today, as we continue to pray for revival, I would just encourage us to pray, first of all, for new sight in those who do not see yet. Pray for the salvation of souls, a huge part of revival. And then let's pray that we would have more focused vision of who Christ is and see all that we have in Jesus. Pray for yourself and pray for these those on the call here today. Pray for others in your congregation that they may see more and more of all of the spiritual blessings that we have in Jesus. We could pray, Lord, open our eyes. We want to see all of you and all that we have in you. Lead us, Lord, into a greater vision of who Jesus is. We can focus on God as our creator, as our sustainer, as our kind father. Of course, there's a lot of scripture that that invites us to pray this way. Open my eyes that... I may see wondrous things from your law. Psalm 119, verse 19. Another focus in our prayer today could be to pray specifically for our pastors. For often, some pastors begin their sermon preparation in some ways weeks before, sometimes on Monday, but Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are important days for pastors as they open up the word. Let's pray for them today. Lord, open the eyes of our pastors that they may see wondrous things out of your law today and be able to proclaim them on this coming Lord's Day. We could certainly pray even for political leaders in this sense, as um, uh, one famous Christian prayed, Lord, open the eyes of the King of England. Um, Isaiah 29 says, the Lord has poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep, and hath closed your eyes, the prophets and your rulers, the seers hath he covered. So that obviously is a judgment of God. Let's pray that God would bless uh, even uh, our leaders with spiritual vision. There's an old, old song that goes like this, a fitting conclusion to this challenge today. Open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee. Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, spirit divine. The prayer for focus is so important because it is so easy. Oh, so easy to get distracted in our praying And uh, let's pray for clear, focused, clear thinking, praying today. You could even pray as the Greeks uh, said to to Philip, I believe it is, sirs, we would see Jesus or Elijah. And uh, he prayed that the eyes of his servant would be open to see the angelic beings all around that were greater than the host assembled against them. Let's pray, be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. And as we behold, we will be transformed.
We all with open faces beholding as in the glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even by the spirit of the Lord. Let's band together today, brothers and sisters, for focused praying. Amen.